Okay. Let's do it. I don't remember how to do a real opening anymore. Welcome to Morph Club, uh, episode 30. We just read book 24, The Suspicion. What don't do you... know why it's called that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had forgotten the title of this book and assumed it was called, like, The Very, Very Small. Yeah, but, no. like... Well, I have a shrunkening. Yeah, a sneaking suspicion that this one was uh, snuck out on a tight deadline. Oh yeah, which oh, is boy. not. I I am gonna I lovingly do not blame them. Yeah, I lovingly call this a nonsense romp, um, <laughs> which again I say with great kindness because there were parts of it that were really fun, like a beach date and then another beach yeah. date and uh, <laughs> some other jocular good times or Rachel smashes things. It was very silly. Yes. Um, I enjoyed it, but it was very silly. <laughs> yes, yes, like a goof a minute, if not yeah. a, a higher density of goofs than that, even. Like, after, like, running through every human emotion in the last book, yeah. <laughs> we deserve this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we That's need fair. this. That's fair. I, I did feel cleansed. I did feel yeah. like I, I had some more time to process, and maybe, yeah, uh, I needed some time to process my feelings about Tobias, and this was a great space within which to do it, because all <laughs> Tobias does in this book is gets really small and sits on Rachel's shoulder. Oh, yeah. The part where he sat on Rachel's shoulder as a tiny bird. Yes. I screamed out loud. <laughs> oh, so good. Yes. There's no reason for that except no. that they have to <laughs> separate him from Marco and Cassie. Yep. <laughs> so it's just like, I guess he just found her shoulder somehow and sat on it. Sure. Don't worry. Don't ever worry about how small things find big yeah. things in this book. It just <laughs> happens through magic. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> They they keep trying to explain how big things are, but that just made it more confusing for me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, okay, well, starting out, we are about a quarter of an inch tall now. And then by proportion, if we morph this, it will be this. <laughs> I was like, I can't. Just tell me you're small. Right, just tell me it's a Mothra. Give me on like a kaiju scale. <laughs> like we've all seen a Godzilla movie at this point. I can conceptualize that. The wolf spider as a giant thing oh was horrifying, but was I also... Scary. I felt I had another pillar moment of like I, I don't understand any of the spatial games that are happening right now. The yeah, the more this went, the more I realized I don't know how big anything is yeah. because suddenly everything was both way bigger and way smaller. Than- <laughs> um, oh, I'm I also I had a- and this is Carrie. Oh, I think we forgot. To- I'm Carrie, and I had a real, real worry that we were going to get down into, like, atomic-level animorphs, and yeah. I was not willing to deal with, like, <laughs> strangeness and charm and quirks, so I am glad it never got quite that bad. I, oh boy. Oh boy, they get so small. They get so small. <laughs> this is like, oh man, I, I felt like this was also, I don't remember when Honey the, Honey, Honey the oh. Kids I Shrunk came out. This- had to have been out already. <laughs> right. It must have been. But this also felt like a reaction in a weird, like, dare way. Uh, and I mean dare, like, you know, the, the program that you do um, when they tell you never do drugs or you'll die. Yeah. But, like, shrinking. Never shrink or you'll never die. Shrink. Shrinking is horrible and <laughs> dust mites are terrible creatures and don't even ask how many of them live on your eyelashes, kid. You don't want to know. Oh, my God. I'm, like, itchy just thinking about it. No. No. Yeah, I definitely imagined, hey, Applegate, like, getting the phone call from a scholastic where they're like, hey, got to pump out that next book. <laughs> What's your idea? And she just kind of, like, looked at her VHS collection and was like, well, they could just be very small. <laughs> they could just be tiny in this one. What if it's 
Marco and Cassie who don't hang out. What if they're just very small? (laughs) (laughs) Right. They're forced together to learn a little bit more about each other and themselves by virtue of the plot device of they get little. Yeah. I also remembered that I think I know that um, Michael Grant said that Marco is the character most like him. I could have sworn I heard Kay Applegate say Cassie was the most like her. Oh. So I was like, this is just their book of them having <laughs> like, they're like, well, small we, adventures. We can write dialogue for those two real easy, so what if they're just small? Oh and- my God. <laughs> you know, the, the more we talk about the possible logistics of it, the more it makes <laughs> sense because I, I do know that the next book is the first ghost-written book, yeah. so that was barreling down the tunnel at yeah. them, and I certainly understand how that can lead to like... Gotta do something. What are we yeah. gonna do? What do we do? And I'm sure they were writing Everworld right now too. Oh probably. gosh, yeah. How did I forget about Everworld? So yeah, yeah I mean, as always, I this get is it. Said with a loving understanding of like we've all been on deadline. Like, also, there was a lot of real fun in this book, despite yeah. how much I'm talking about the junk science of it. <laughs> I, I was talking to um, our friends Natalie and Allison mm-hmm. about. Um, we got Natalie to read. Um, Andalite Chronicles, and oh, she liked it. Oh, yeah. Oh, that made me so happy. Thanks, Natalie. Yeah. Um, she was our guest on the Hork Bajira Chronicles episode, so she went back and read that and actually really liked it. Um, but <laughs> we were talking about how weird these books get, and that, and I, like, I was finally able to articulate my feeling of, like, these books can get so weird, but they just are like, well, we're committing to this. Here's this <laughs> super weird concept. Right. And you're just going to sit back and enjoy it because that's what's happening now. Yeah. Don't and worry I, about it. I admire that. I think that speaks to the strength of the characters. Yeah. That there still is good stuff to grab onto and carry you along. Uh, and I think that works best when it is dealt with in a, a don't worry about it kind of way. Yeah. We don't spend don't. 10 minutes thinking about like, here's why I'm so strong. Here's why I can lift yeah. up this dirt. Let's talk about, like, the geometric scaling of oh muscle strength. And, like, no thank you. No thank yeah. you. I would Honestly, prefer not Honestly, I didn't even question that until they yeah, until they up. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> I'm willing to accept a lot of junk. I am not a discerning reader when I go back into my middle grade novel collection. Like, they even had... They started with Cassie saying something like, oh, we're strong, like ants. And I was like, Right, sure. that's fine. That was perfect. But then, <laughs> then they had to go in and have Marco go like, oh, well, I heard that the hexagonal structures of cell, the, they're strong because small things are fast. And I was like, I don't care. <laughs> right. no. I don't care. <laughs> Buddy, just, but I was just with you. Just let it be. Just let it be. Just say it's like ants. Just say we're like ants now. Um, yeah. That and the... Um, when the solution to being shrunk down is that they have to get some unshrunk DNA. <laughs> yeah, it nearly like, killed me. I I figured it out, guys. What if we just morph something else? Right. What if we Our get DNA a new will morph? be bigger, right, so we DNA, will be bigger. Please never remind me that in theory there's DNA, like foreign DNA, floating around in their bloodstream. Is how they morph. Like I don't need to know that. It's just space magic. It's yeah. fine. Um. Maybe, okay, so, okay. Not much happens in this one, but we yes. can quickly go through that, and then we're going to go on tangents, because this one is... It's I, a tangent I, of a book, I think. I read it all in one sitting. I usually break it up into two or three, um, but this one I read all in one sitting, and it was just like... I It, w- it was like I dreamed about an Animorph book, <laughs> and like... We talked about the the inside cover last week, and that was actually one of the least weird moments now. Yeah. Yeah, that was the most straightforward. <laughs> like, here's an enemy. We'll attack it. 
Um, yeah. I think dreamlike is a good way to describe it because some of the scene transitions did feel just like when your unconscious brain doesn't yeah. know what to do with two disparate chunks of narrative. So it's just yeah. like, well, now they're on Chapman's head. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I was, I was like trying to make sense of where they were during parts of it. And I was like, oh, wait, they were in one room. Just they were very small. So <laughs> like this was like 10 minutes of actual time in one room. But since they were very small and, and, like, they're getting shot at by tiny things, it's... Okay, so... <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry. So how, how do they get small? Let's talk about it. Okay, so Rachel and Cassie... They don't go, to the, go to the beach. Yeah, they go to the beach after Cassie makes fun of Rachel for always looking great. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, okay, yes. There's a throwaway moment where Cassie's like, I'm going to test her superpower like by throwing a <laughs> chunk of dirt at her. And so Rachel catches the dirt because she's super good at everything, obviously. It's so cute. Cassie's like, okay, show me your hand. Some of that dirt should have stuck to it. And Rachel just smiles yeah. and refuses to do it, which is great. It's so, so good. So I know I'm fully invested in the belief that Rachel's superpower is dirt. Don't stick to her. You yeah, they her. even... They even describe, like, Cassie even describes it as, like, I don't know how she always comes out of, like, everything looking really good. It's, like, it's, like, bizarre. Mm -hmm. And for half a second, I was, like, what does this mean? (laughs) And then I remembered, I've read these books before. It doesn't mean anything. No, Rachel's not actually an alien. The element has not granted her this magic. She's, like, part some kind of alien that's just always good looking and like put together or part um some kind of alien that just has a thin coating of like dirt repellent yeah. over top of a little its tiny force field yeah oh a slippery um, a slippery child <laughs> anyway um so they go to the beach um oh this is after after cassie finds what they think is a toy spaceship attached to the water pump in her parents farm's yard which is where she hid the uh, scaffold device slash the blue box which i will never call the scaffold device again (laughs) everyone just calls it the blue box it's just even viscer three says get the blue box or the blue cube so he knows what it is right Alran knows for sure (laughs) whatever it's just the blue cube um, um, I really like uh, the chapter <laughs> intros. Are yeah. little oh, excerpts how could from I forget? The, so the, the small aliens in this book are the Helmicrons. Yeah. Uh, and the chapter intros are excerpts from the two competing ships' log books. And they just yeah. read, like, Galaxy Quest, which I love it's to so pieces. Good. Yeah. And their ships are, like, the Planet Crusher and... and the Galaxy Destroyer. Blaster Destroyer. Galaxy Blaster, yeah. Yeah. Which is so good. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so every chapter has, like, a little thing from their logs where they're like, we are on a planet where everything is very large, but soon right. we will be victorious. Right, <laughs> except, except remember that they're tiny, so it's like, we are on a planet where <laughs> we are about to take over the species, they will fall before our might. <laughs> yeah, they're just, um, they're very small. They're so small. <laughs> but they're, they're an entire species of tiny Visser 3s, basically, yeah, in attitude. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they got a latitude. Yep, they are blustering and boisterous, <laughs> and I like them a lot. Oh, they're, they're they very They have some endearing. big ideas. They have a lot. They have a lot going on. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> they're tiny, but they have some <laughs> big ideas. <laughs> That's it. That's the tagline for this book. Or sorry, that's the tagline for the like the collected uh, extracts from their log books published much, much later after the year war is over. Yeah, it's like the second bestseller after Axe's book about living on Earth. Yes. Is oh my god. The Helmicron yeah, that one's that journals. one's in print forever. Yeah. 
Um, so, so Cassie and Rachel find this tiny ship on on the like she like hid the blue cube inside uh, this like ancient water pump. Sure. So I forgot that that was even still in play. I forgot that that wasn't somewhere more secure than that. But I guess it's pretty <laughs> right. good. Um, so they find this toy, what they think is a toy spaceship on this. Neither of them question this because I guess I would not assume, even if there were aliens in like people's ears, I would not assume that a tiny <laughs> ship is full of tiny aliens. No, me So neither. I guess I'll give it to them here. Uh-huh. Um, so Cassie assumes it's like a Star Trek toy that got left there. So she's like, oh, I'll give it to my dad to give to the Goodwill. And then they go to the beach. Yep. <laughs> very very brief cassie hates the beach and I, I feel it. sad that she can't enjoy this bright moment because <laughs> i sure did there's like two sentence description of like we went i didn't like it rachel yeah. likes it and she's my friend so yeah. it's okay so i'm glad their marriage is going well yeah um and then they they walk back from the beach and jake is there this was so cute that <laughs> killed me and he's like totally flustered by seeing cassie in her swimsuit mm-hmm. he like he can't get through a sentence and then cassie's like oh he must think i'm like so ugly and rachel's like no no honey he exactly the think. opposite of that <laughs> it's the opposite <laughs> yeah <laughs> um and I, I don't know why jake is there because we never find out whatever his original oh i think he had he his blustering ex- his like stammering excuse is i brought those things for the goodwill but he never finishes the sentence so <laughs> sure, he's just Jake. like shirts mine here for donate shirt, yeah donate donate kay. shirt yeah for for donate mm-hmm. um but then they find like another tiny ship right they think someone just returned the tiny ship to the water pump right up until the moment when it detaches itself and flies away um, which is uh, a good a good clue that perhaps yeah. it is not just somebody's toy. Yeah, maybe not because it also like shoots Jake with little teeny oh, tiny yeah. lasers, <laughs> little baby lasers. Yeah, um, Jake then... does get to say, "Okay, the weekend just got canceled," which was pretty good. <laughs> pretty good, Jake. I have to say. Yeah, thanks, Dad. <laughs> um, so they go to the Goodwill together and they go and then like the clerk there gives them a huge like like they're like hey we we asked my dad donated something by accident that like we didn't want to donate can i go look for it it's like the spaceship toy and the guy's like hold on right the goodwill police (laughs) um what i'm a nerd cred checker yeah Yeah. here are 17 Um, kinds of spaceships which one was it and then they're like oh um romulan i don't know and he's like it better be a Romulan ship that you bring back. And I'm just like, what is this man's <laughs> life? <laughs> this is a Goodwill. You're going to sell this for 50 cents. Come on. No, you know, he probably had it marked back to take home to his own collection. Yeah, he was I, like, I can't blame him. That sounds like a rough job. Yeah, he's like, this is mine. I mm-hmm. need to have... I'm going to sell these on eBay in 10 years. Oh, no. I'm going to sell them at Comic-Con. This is for my years. college fund, Mom. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Um, so they, they go through the Goodwill and then like the like action sequence is that there's the tiny ship and it shoots them and like Rachel gets her hair shot at. So she, <laughs> she like tries to destroy the ship cause her hair got ruined. <laughs> there's a well, lot of six Rachel, hairs got yeah, ruined. Six beautiful blonde hairs, <laughs> flaxen and golden, um, as every Andalite will tell you. Uh, Rachel picks up a baseball bat and just starts swinging. And I'm surprised that the clerk was so concerned about knowing the right kind of spaceship, but 
is yeah. not alerted by this noise. There's a good third of this book is Rachel swinging at tiny <laughs> ships with like a brick, a yeah. baseball bat, a tire iron, a sledgehammer, which is I good. Lo- I love that she's their grunt. Like she's yeah. like yeah. she's the their thing. thing. Yeah, like in the Fantastic <laughs> Four. Uh huh. Um, but I, like I guess they're like in the local Goodwill's warehouse section. Mm-hmm. Like they're in the back where right, no like one the donation is. center. That's a good point. But I don't. I've never. Whatever. So they're fighting this tiny spaceship. <laughs> And, um, it flies away, so they go after it. And I think they start making threatening, de- they, the Helmicrons, start making threatening demands and thought yeah. speak at this point also. So now they have a sense of, okay, these are real live aliens. This yeah. is not like a Yerk drone. Um, they demand the blue box, which is their power source apparently, and then they grab the other ship and yeah. fly away. Oh, I'm sorry, the Helmicrons, like, tractor beam the, yeah. the broken Helmicron ship and fly away. Yeah, yeah, there are a lot of, like, moving pieces, so I, like, lost track of when the two ships were apart or together, yeah. or, like, and one gets fighting versus eventually. working together, unclear. Um, yeah, but they're, like, competing Helmicron ships, which is kind of great. Mm-hmm. Um, so they fly away, and then they end up managing, like, they're tracking the ships, and the ships find Tobias, and they're having, like, an aerial dogfight with Tobias. Right, which becomes a lot less cute because Tobias is small ship sized essentially so these tiny cute lasers can do a lot of damage to like a little birdie eye yeah so at this point i was assuming the helmicrons were like borrower sized Mm -hmm. like but they're much smaller than that very small right (laughs) very small Mm -hmm. um so they're like fingernail sized right like a quarter yeah. yeah like a quarter inch so not even fingernail sized but then at some points, when the animorphs are shrunk to their size, it's as if they are microscopic. And I'm like, I didn't think they were that small. Whatever. So, in the fight, they, like, hit Cassie with a, a shrink ray, and then she is small. Yes. That is the only <laughs> the only plot point you need to take out of that whole aerial scene. She becomes small. Right. They are all back at the barn. Now Cassie is small. Now we're into Honey, We Shrunk Our Teens, yeah. which is just the rest of the book. The, yeah, Cassie gets shrunk, Tobias gets shrunk, Marco gets shrunk, and I do like that when Cassie's like, Marco, tell everyone not to come in, it takes Marco a second, and then he's like, hey, Jake, don't come in. And then he's like, Rachel, Rachel it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> like, he just he wants her to finally be tiny, His too. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's very good. Marco has some great, great moments in this book. Everybody has some quality, yeah. quality kid time. So the three of them are all shrunk to Helmicron size, and by that I mean Tobias is the same height as them, even though he's right, a bird. Right, so <laughs> which, to them, he's a giant bird. Which ends up being kind of important to plot. I can't, I cannot, if I start thinking about size ratios and, like, relative morph size, I will get bogged down for the next ten hours, so I'm just going to pretend we don't know that. It's fine. It I works just, when it needs to. Yeah, so they're very small. And, um... There's some drama where they're threatening the Helmicron ship with a brick. Yeah. And Jake throws a brick and doesn't realize that Cassie and Tobias and small... Small Cassie and small Tobias and small Marker are all on the floor. So Axe has to, like, cut the brick in half to save them. And then Jake falls on the ground and Cassie's (laughs) like, hey, faces are kind of gross up close. Oh, my God. Yeah, she's like, oh, I like that face that I usually liked looking at was really big and there's a zit as tall as i am yeah um no fun no, no good fun. at all no um and like the homercrons get the 
excuse me, they get the cube, and then they, like, fly off, Mm -hmm. and Cassie's dad shows up, and poor Jake has to, like, mumble in front of his crush's dad. Um, While dealing with his weird cousin axe. Yeah, because, like, he knows his friends are tiny on the floor somewhere, they don't want to step on them, they don't want Cassie's dad to step on them. Plus, Axe is morphing human, so there's no blue deer man in the in the barn. Um, so then, poor, poor sweet Axe <laughs> does not do a good job of pretending no. to be normal boy. No. <laughs> um, he they they ask his dad is like trying to humor him, and he's like, "Hey, so like, are you an exchange student? Where are you from?" Because I think they're trying to be like, "Oh, he's not from here." It's right. Okay. Um, and he just sort of mumbles a bunch of places that he, like, read about in an encyclopedia. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Cassie's dad basically tells him to leave. And they do because he's he's Jake's crush's dad. Yeah. Basically. And Jake's crush is a quarter inch tall and they don't want to cause a fuss yeah. and possibly stomp them to death. It's no. very, very frightening. So Cassie and Marco and Tobias have a, a little moment of here's how it works kids where they talk about their muscles and why it works but it's just because they're like ants don't don't spend too much time don't stress about it don't worry yeah tiny but then the helmicrons return yeah and both ships return back (laughs) i i I think they're back because the kids because jake has the morphing cube yeah so the helmicrons come back for the cube and the two ships are both there at once. This is the first time we get yeah. an inkling that they're actually highly competitive against each other and not just against the entire planet of Earth, which looks bad for our small friends right our up until friends. some giant cockroaches show up. Yeah, so Jake and the gang, who aren't tiny, morph bugs to go help out their buddies who are getting shot at by tiny aliens. Mm-hmm. Except Axe is a spider because I guess he has the best eyesight. So he could, like, spot them. But then now he's, like, a giant scary spider. Which is <laughs> not a great situation either, honestly. No. And, and like, the Helmicrons are shooting at him. And then, like, he's, like, a gross spider boy. And he gets shot by aliens. And he's, like, super hurt. Yeah. Like, they shoot some back. of his spider legs off. And if he demorphs, he'll crush everyone to death. Because, again, they're all very small. Very small. And, like, he's even, like, Prince Jake. I cannot morph back. Because I will crush everyone. I was like, no, baby axe. I know. (laughs) Just like half his little spider legs fell off and he was rolling around on the floor. He's got like one eye shot out. Poor poor child. So our brave, brave, small, small heroes decide that they have to surrender to the Helmicrons so that axe can not die. Yeah. Yeah. Ideally, you would not have your Andalite buddy die. Yeah, you kind of need him. Tiny aliens. Who else would mock you for being inferior humans who still build houses (laughs) out of bricks? That's very important. Who else would refer to a brick as like, he did like a a Spock like. Yeah, no, like a red building unit. Yeah, this like compact Rectangular prism. Cube. Um, and they're like, Axe, it's a brick. And then he's trying to, like, reason with the Helmicrons. He's like, if you have the power of space flight, you know that it is imperative that you, like, are kind to fellow... A- and, and the Helmicrons <laughs> are just, like, yelling at him. And they're all like, Axe, shut up! <laughs> it's not going to work this time, buddy, but good effort. A yeah. for that. It's worth a shot, but no, honey, no. Um, yeah, so Tobias manages to slip away with our, with the other Animorphs. Which is good for him, because he's a tiny bird on Rachel's shoulder. Yes. 
bad because they can't thought speak to the other Animorphs, so this is, like, essentially Marco and Cassie wild tiny adventure yeah their solo uh, adventure into learning about homocron culture extremely up close and personal extreme close extreme mm-hmm. personal. extreme extreme close-ups extreme small <laughs> so they go on the ship and the homocrons are super weird looking like even more weird looking than the image we are shown on the book cover yes the image on the book cover did not include their horrible insect mouths no or which i'm like, grateful for oh, but yeah. yuck oh they're like flat top heads with like right. eyes that poke up from it Mm-hmm. It just sounds bad. Yeah. Why are they so bad? Like, it sounds not good. <laughs> not good. Yeah, on the scale on the scale of alien kissability, I would rate these a solid no. Just no. don't. Don't no, even try. You. Go back to no Mass Effect. There's nothing for you here. There are not very many kissable aliens in this universe. That is that a challenge? Like, literally, the Andalites so far are, the like, the most beautiful anime and they have no mouth. They have no mouth. They're literally unkissable. Or they're unkiss onable. They can't kiss on you. It's a darn shame. <laughs> anyway. Who does have mouth? Lyrans, I guess. Ooh, but like they're kind ooh, of frogs. No yeah, no. Like, also, I'll pass. Hard pass on that one. Yeah, they're all ugly. Yeah. <sighs> well, the Helmicrons have jumpsuits that are bright to voice. <laughs> so they got the fashions. Right. Um, we find out that Helmicrons are, like, the women are in charge. Yeah, it's a matriarchy, which is pretty rad. And then their definition of what is male and what is female is interesting, actually, for a (laughs) for an alien species of tiny yelling people. (laughs) Um, because, like, Cassie and Marco are slaves to the Helmicron Empire. Um, (laughs) What a good sentence to get to say. (laughs) Of course they are. Um... (laughs) So, like, later on they're told, like, oh, well, if you're a slave, you're male, so you have to do what the females say. And I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. Like, that's, mm-hmm. like, sort of a a different way, like... Right, their ch- gender their gender isn't related to sex at all, which is a nice way to decouple it. Anyway, right, yeah. it's just about your societal role. And we don't, we don't ever get to learn if that's assigned at birth or, like, if you prove yourself through... Uh, I don't know, getting murdered well enough yeah. because then you're a captain? <laughs> really unclear. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. So uh, the Helmicrons are like, oh, you gotta do what we say, and here, this male will tell you how to be subservient to the Helmicron empires. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they get, like, taken to the leader, who is a, a corpse with a bunch of swords <laughs> stuck through it, which is super cool. Yeah. I actually really love this concept of, Me like, too. the leader is the is a dead <laughs> Helmicron Who's like stuck to a chair? Right, it's just it's, it's a literal figurehead. It's yeah. I mean, it's not you know, it's not on the outside of the ship, but it's yeah. like never meet your heroes taken to the most yeah. extreme. Like if they're dead, they can do no wrong. So it's just this symbol to strive yeah. for. Like reach perfection, get murdered by yeah. your underlings. Cool. They're even literally like, oh yeah, well, I mean, if your leader isn't dead, how do you know they're not gonna like never <laughs> screw up? And I'm like, I oh, guess God. so. Yeah. Um, and then he's also like, oh, like you should do what they tell you, otherwise you might get killed, and then you might be the new captain. <laughs> it seems like a weird this uh, is a weird hierarchy of yeah, like don't oh, but get it killed. Was also it was such a cool very alien concept oh yeah i, love it. I really like this like there's side yeah side note the helmicrons don't know what a friend is which i also loved but when cassie how did i cassie and this? marco are trying to tell them like we don't have our blue box our friends have our blue yeah. box the helmicrons are all like friend what is what friend, is a friend? Well, also, we find out much, much, much later, Visser 3 knows who Helmicorns are, even though yeah. Axe doesn't. What's so that? I guess maybe he was scoping out some sweet morphs and was like, these guys are too no, small. No, pass. Can't do it. Too small. 
Um, apparently they are a fungible species. Fungible? Fungible? So, like, conveniently for the Animorphs, if right. you kill one, they aren't dead. They're, like, absorbed by their, their, their it's mind. Not, it's is not quite in... a hive mind because they yeah. still have, we get the impression that they still have distinct personalities, but, like, their soul brain juice gets swarped back up into yeah. some kind of master Helmicron database to be downloaded again yeah. later. So yeah, this is, like, like sure. a nice moral out for, like, don't worry about killing, yeah. like, the hundreds of Helmicrons you step on every day, kids. It's fine. Yeah, it's definitely, like, Visser 3 popping in, like, don't worry. If you yeah. kill things, it's not bad. Scholastic yeah. says it's okay. <laughs> it's not a moral ambiguity kind of thing. It's right. okay. Right. No, this, this, it's him walking in with a big sign that just says, this book is fun. Yeah. We're this having not a good one of the time. Ones, right, this is not one of the ones where we talk about war. This is one where everyone gets real small and we, we all have a really good time. We don't want you to cry this time. Yeah. Your tears would drown the animorphs a, and that would be terrible. This is a cry-free book. There's mm-hmm. no sad introspection. We right. know you're still worn out from the last one. Yep. There's no crying, just baseball. <laughs> There's going to be, like, no sad moments where you accidentally kill an entire species, like that one book with the crabs. Oh. They're, they're, you're not going to be crying because you made an a, a android learn about the sadness Death? of killing yeah. things. <laughs> this time, they're just small. Yeah. <laughs> they're just small. It's okay. <laughs> Oh, well, now now my mental image is a very small Visser 3 just, like, sitting on your shoulder this whole time, whispering <laughs> these into your ear, which is, again, it's pretty okay. great. It's fine, children. <laughs> oh, he, he would be so much better if he was always small. I know. He really would. And I also, I completely misremembered how much of this book was a team-up with Visser 3 and the Animorphs against the Helmicron. It's very good. I really, I really thought it was like a whole third of the book, but it's like a half page. And I felt thwarted. <laughs> I'm so sad. Yeah. Um, so they're small <clears throat> and they're on the ship and... Oh, there's a moment. Cassie, Cassie crushes the patriarchy, like, real good when uh, the Helmicron male is explaining to them their concept of captaincy. Um, oh, yeah. Them, like, a female may not ascend to a position of importance unless it is certain she will not cause problems and be a symbol that all can admire. Mm-hmm. Cassie's just, like, kind of like our society. Yeah. It's like, yes! And then, she looks at the, and then she looks at the camera and goes, when you read this in 2016, this will be extra chilling. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Remember not- how we said this was a fun book? Like Jim Halpert stare. <laughs> um, um, so, yeah, the, it's fun. Um, Marco goofs about, like, well, we could just stay tiny and make a population of tiny people with us as Adam and Eve. And Cassie's like, nope. No, I'm um, good, thanks. I got my crush already. Um, yeah, we both already have crush situations that mm-hmm. are not compatible right now, buddy, yeah. so... Good effort. <laughs> um, they are spying on Visser 3 yeah, in the middle my, of these like, travels. All I know of what happens next is that Visser 3 is in a limo again. Yes, and he is, and he is. Cassie's like, oh, he probably likes it for the blackout glass, and that's cute, but I'm sure he actually likes the mini-fridge and the fact that it's yeah. a limousine. Yeah, I'm like, um, I guess it makes tactical sense that he can morph in a limo and yell at subordinates and make them cry without traffic seeing him. Sure. But I think also he likes you could do being that, in right. a limo. You could do all that on a bug fighter. Just yeah. let the dude have a or limo a minivan. once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Like a really well what did they have minivans? Yeah, they had minivans at this time. Yeah, or just like they a van van. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, but you got to travel in style. Oh, absolutely. So <laughs> this, this tiny, tiny spaceship swoops down, has been following Visser 3 because oh, that's okay. who, right, sorry. Uh, we missed, we missed <laughs> that was up. the connecting yeah. tissue <laughs> is, okay, apparently the Helmicrons can track who has morphing powers because they have energy or something. Right, which and is they, basically like a game ender for the yeah. Animorphs, but this is a fun book, so yeah. it's fine. So the Helmicrons need power for their ships and they want the cube because that will charge them. And they're like, oh, which of your friends, quotation marks, has the ship? And they're like, oh, it's the one who wasn't there. And they're like, what? And Cassie's like, no, our other friend. He's older than us and has a (laughs) scary bluer than us. Yeah. Bluer. Um, so they basically trick the Helmicrons, Helmicrons, Helmicrons into tracking down Visser 3. Which is very Um, good. Marco's proud of Cassie for how sneaky she is, and I am too. (laughs) Yeah, me too. She has some good ideas in this book. Mm -hmm. Um, so they track down Visser 3, who's just riding in his limo to a controller meeting. As you do. As you do. And so (laughs) he starts getting shot at by a tiny toy ship. Yeah. And this is when he, he like, mouths the word Helmicross. Yeah. Because apparently he knows all about them. I mean, he's learned about Earth animals. I'm sure he spent his time on other planets learning about other alien animals to potentially morph. That's fair. I'd believe it. Um, they do their little battle cry, which is like the tiniest neep, 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 <laughs> which is like a guinea pig, right? Yeah. It's pretty cute. It's exactly a guinea pig noise. Yep. So they just keep shooting at him. He's not happy about it. Right. And retaliates with, hey, I have just an average sized dude with an average sized laser gun and that is going to wreck you to pieces. Yeah. Um, so Cassie and Marco were like, we gotta get out of here. And they decide that the best idea is to shrink to Further. flies at yes. this point. Cause they're, they're afraid of being a flea because when they were, when they were like yelling at Axe and Thought Speak when they first got shrunk, he was like, maybe you shouldn't morph like a flea cause you'll be very tiny. Uh-huh. You might be like sub molecular or something. Yeah. So they're like, we're not doing that. So they morph, um, flies and Not a so whole small. lot better, but yes, they're very small. Not much better because they're very small, but, like, they try to fly away, and everything is so big. And so terrible. They it's watch. So terrible. They watch an, Hel- uh, an Helmicron shot to pieces by a Draken beam, like, as they're yeah. taking off of its skin, and they write about this wave of destruction on a cellular level yeah. slowly moving across its skin landscape, and it was pretty yeah. rough. Because, oh, did I mention they can see cells when they're that small? Oh, yeah. Sorry. They're Sorry. so small. We skipped that, but yes. And I, I do like that, like, we, like, the Andalite Shredder and the Dracon Beam, I thought were, like, interchangeable all this time. Um, but apparently the the Shredder is more neat and, like, will Painless just kill you. Theory. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, then you're, the, you're still dead, but at least yeah, it doesn't hurt first. Dead. Yeah. Um, but apparently the Dracon Beam has been modified so, like, oh, well, you can feel your cells being blown apart, which I'd argue anything... Anything that goes through you would kill... would hurt us... Whatever. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, a regular... Like, just, like, a bullet would... Rip your cells, but I think sure, it's but this is worse somehow. because it's space. Yeah, it's alien space magic. Yep, <laughs> tech. Yep. Um, no, it's magic at this point, as we've discussed. So they think, okay, this is still a bad situation. 
we better demorph just a little yeah. bit so that we fall out of the air because we'll be heavy enough to know at least which direction is down. And honestly, fly eyesight is pretty bad. So oh. they've been kind of lost in a haze of lasers and floating for a minute. Also, so, I feel personally called out because Cassie describes the Helmicron yelling as like fans in a football game whose team scored a home run or whatever they do in football. <laughs> and I was like, Cassie. <laughs> Cassie, Cassie, you're one of us. Yeah. <laughs> you also have a, like, you've constructed this lack this, of information right. about sports. You've constructed Same. a monolithic sport, which just encompasses any kind of athletic contest. Yeah. And Anything? you know what? That works. It's functional. Yeah. I feel it, Cassie, but you know. You know what it is. You know what you're doing. You, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, so they have to not be so small that they can see cells because, frankly... That sounds terrible. I could not make sense of where they were and no. neither could they. No. <laughs> so they, they morphed to, back to human size for Which, them, again, which is, is still, still very, very small. Very small. Yeah. I honestly felt like they were shrinking every time they described how tall everything else was. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. When they run into the mites, it was just it not, was not acceptable. So they, um, they demorph and figure out that they are on Chapman's head in a sharing meeting somehow. Yeah. Because, like, Mr. Three was on his way to this meeting, so I guess presumably at some point when they were flies, it Chapman just happened. appeared, whatever. Yeah. So yeah. they're on No, we Chapman's had a, uh, a Chapman ex machina. Machina. <laughs> he just shows up. He, he shows up when he is needed. Yep. Um, so they're in, like, his, like, bald, balding head forest, and there's, like, little dust mites, which is gross, but I guess everyone has them. And, and what they've landed in the middle of is not any regular sharing meeting, but the special inner circle sharing meeting where Scientologists level 10 and above can talk yeah. about the cool things they've done lately, which for Visser 3 is showing off the Helmicron ship <laughs> he defeated. He describes it as looking, like, cute. Even though it's destroyed or something. Because he managed oh. to destroy one of the ships during right. their, like, fight. So he's like, look at this cool model ship I found. Right. Yeah, he calls it cute. I have such a hard time remembering how horrible he was, like, a book and oh, a half yeah. ago when he spends his time instead. Like, these tiny things are cute. Look at this he's toy back ship. back in my good graces. I know. I'm too easy. <laughs> so in the middle of all this, in the middle of show and tell with Visser 3, um, Tobias shows up. Mm-hmm. Which is great because suddenly they can thought speak and actually have yeah. a sense of where their friends are in the world, in space, yeah. anywhere. Yeah, and he happens to find the like he happens to immediately swoop on Chapman's head and find them. I'm fine with it. Yep. <laughs> you just need to just move moving right along. So he's like, Oh, we're all looking for you. And they're like, We're here. We're still tiny. Right. No change. Um, <laughs> no change. And so like the the Helmicrons and the other ship I guess, like, now that their other ship is, like, the, their enemy Helmicrons have been destroyed, they're like, we have to avenge them. Because now that they're dead, they're their they, friends. They're perfect, yeah. <laughs> Which, is, it makes that lines up. That all yep. lines up perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, so then they, they, they bust into this sharing meeting with their little tiny ship and start shooting at everyone. Uh-huh. Um... And, and they have they have a blue box at this point somehow. Yeah. Like they stole it back like, from the Animorphs because something happened. Yeah, they're like tractor beaming it and like Visitor 3 is like, Hey guys, get that cube. Nothing else matters. And then he gets like shrunk down super tiny. Mm-hmm. And so do like all the animorphs except Axe and a bunch of random controllers are all tiny. Yep. 
And then there's like a whole sequence that takes place like on Axe's leg. Oh, this was good. <laughs> because yeah. he picks up the ship and the cube, I guess, and then like everyone's on Axe and they're all just like running around fighting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's like a part where they're like like Axe they're asking Axe to like move them or something. He's right, like, like I don't know what where they are. I don't know which <laughs> leg they're on. Yeah. <laughs> Like, everyone is so small that he can't even tell where this battle is taking no. place on his giant body. <laughs> um, and then they're, like, trying to think of what to do, because the Helmercrons are, like, they want to kill everything um, and get the cube. And then Cassie's like, wait, I have an idea. I know what can take on an army of ant-sized people. Yeah, and then she's also like, if our DNA has been shrunk oh with God. us. No, I refuse. I refuse to engage with this garbage. <laughs> Um, so she's like, Axe, fly to the gardens. I'm not going to explain anything because I want this book to have some suspense. (laughs) (laughs) So so Axe is like, sure, whatever. And he, like, morphs to a bird while they're all on him, which is... That was grody. Like, okay, before when they all morphed and they were, like, continuing to talk while they're morphing and Cassie's like, guess you get used to anything eventually. We don't even, like have, like, long descriptions of how gross this is anymore. It's just happening. No, nope. Now, <laughs> they're on Axe while he's morphing, and they're sort of, like, trying to hang on, and he's, like, his skin is moving, and, like, later on, like, Rachel's like, oh, cool, like, we used to be on different legs, but I guess when he right. morphed, he turned The legs shifted together, right, like the licorice taffy twizzlers twining <laughs> around each other thing happened, and suddenly, hey, we can have a fight on Axe. Everyone's on the same leg. Yeah, Sure. Don't, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is the brief shining moment of glory where everyone is in one place. Mm-hmm. Mr. Three and the controllers are having a standoff against the Animorphs until yeah. the Helmicrons show up. Yep. And then they're all like, let's work together against these tiny guys. Oh, they don't God. say it, but that's what happens. Yeah. No, he, he does say, I don't know about you Andalites, but these <laughs> creatures are really annoying me. And in another universe, there's a beautiful three-episode arc where they all learn to work together to defeat the Helmicrons, and they just settle their differences, and it's fine. Yeah, but in like, our world, that does no, not happen. No. No. Um, and Cassie's like, oh, if I morph a big thing it'll be bigger than i am now it'll still be small but proportionally it'll be bigger so what if i like sit on one of their tiny ships oh god i forgot about this into a whale to weigh it down to make them stop carrying the cube Mm -hmm. or something so she like starts morphing a whale on top of their ship and that's heavy because it's a little ship and even though she's only like two inches long by the time she morphs it um, they're like, no, stop it. We'll give you the cube. But they don't want to morph them back to regular size. So they all go to the gardens and they go. <laughs> That's they about go. your tone of voice is about my level of understanding <laughs> of the overall plot also. And then they go. To, so they go to the anteater pen where apparently no one is watching this tiny ship well, with an andalite. As andalite. the book cover showed us, people just don't care about anteaters. No, they're all they don't just care. casually looking elsewhere. Um, because, because, like, Axe is there as a bird, and he, like, lets everyone off at the, um, anteater pit. But, there, like, he would be visible. Right. Whatever. The ship would be visible, but I don't care. So, (laughs) (laughs) so Cassie's like, this was my plan all along. Our DNA is small when we're small, but what if we acquire big DNA? And then when we morph (laughs) it, it'll be big. So I was like, you know what? 
I was That's with fine. you this far, so okay. Yep. <laughs> okay, Cassie. Yep. I've already accepted so much. Like, <laughs> yeah. this, is, this is nothing. Um, so all the Animorphs do that. Um, and then Visser 3 is like, That's what you guys are doing. That's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. So he does the same thing. So and then now, he starts, like, eating Helmicron. Right. The beautiful, the, san- the standoff at the end of this book, like, the most dramatic moment is when. Cassie is sticking her little anteater tongue out, yeah. and it's covered in Helmicrons, <laughs> and across from her, another anteater, Visser 3, is sticking his tongue out with a tiny bird at the end of it, because he's caught oh, Tobias. Oh, yeah, because he got Tobias. He's yeah. like, you have to help me, too. Yeah. Um, so, then it, so then this is, like, the end of the book where, like, they're like, we got to wrap this up in 110 pages. Yeah. They're like, um, so we, we bargained with the Helmicrons. They, like, agreed not to fight us, and we agreed not to eat them all, and then... They turned us all the right size, and <laughs> like, it's all like, okay, we're done yep. cleaning this up. They left forever. They're going to fight amongst themselves now, so Earth is no longer yeah. threatened. Marco tells the boy homocrons <laughs> that they should, like, be equal, and then they're, they're equally yelling at each other yeah. at the end as they fly away. <laughs> so they fixed it. But then, like, even Cassie in narration is like, homocrons are not going to, they're not going to resolve this. Yeah. <laughs> I think we've seen the last of them. Yeah. Cassie says into the camera. And then <laughs> turns around and winks at the camera. Yeah. We had a big adventure today. <laughs> I think we all learned a little something and grew a little bit. <laughs> but um, and Mr. Then, Three's heart grew ten times today. <laughs> Literally. But then but then she pulls out like a small model of a school bus and a fingernail mm-hmm. and spends ten pages explaining why his heart grew that much and no more. That is the one thing this book was missing, was they did not go inside a toy truck or, like, a toy dollhouse. Yes. There was no tiny adventure with, like, things that were already tiny. Yeah. If Miss Frizzle were here, she would have led the charge in correct usage of vehicles for maximum humorous effect. But, no. Um, But, but last thing in the book is Jake... Uh, blushing again and stammering again, invites Cassie to go to the beach with him tomorrow. <laughs> so they're going to have a date, and it's they're the weekend after go. all. The weekend is saved. Unless the next book starts with them at the beach, like, walking in, and then oh, it's no. like, oh, time to go stop the sharing party that's right here. Mm-hmm. But or suddenly this whale is ten times its normal size. <laughs> We've got big problems. <laughs> it just takes them so long for Cassie to be like, wait. If we morph a small thing, we're even smaller. We can morph a bigger <laughs> thing and be a little bit uh-huh. bigger. Like, yeah. there's no, like, once they're small, there's no, like, I'm going to get my biggest morph possible right. to, like, really. No, no, just <laughs> just keep morphing small things. Yep. And, like, when they when they morph the flies, they're, like, on a cell. And Cassie's like, whoa, the cell we're standing on is starting to divide. Oh. <laughs> it's like, how small are you? <laughs> Exactly oh, as small as they need to be at any given moment, yeah. as always. I mean, oh. that's that's the answer. Yeah. And I really shouldn't be questioning it because I had a fun time reading this. Me so. too. <laughs> Me too. No, I, I enjoyed it. It's a, a ridiculous romp. Um, there's a moment, there's a good moment where Tobias, because Tobias was shrunk down in his bird form, like his bird form is the same <laughs> size as Cassie and Marco, so when he morphs human he's like five times as big as cassie and marco are so again so they're like, all still very small but he's able to like pick up some helmicrons in each hand and just like swing them around his head he's like instead of a poly pocket 
from the 90s. He's like a Polly uh, Pocket from yes. tw- 2005 or whenever mm-hmm. they made the bigger ones. Right, the relaunch. That's like a little yeah. bit less of a choking hazard, but still not great. <laughs> yeah. How did we ever... Unclear. How did we survive our childhoods? I really don't know. Because I, I never had an urge to eat a Polly Pocket, but like... I could not, like, that must have been a thing kids did. I did once eat a quarter. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I have a leg to stand on in this discussion. I mean, I'm sure as a child I ate many weird things that are like, I can't remember, but if I asked my mom, she'd probably list a bunch of weird (laughs) stuff. (laughs) Oh, gosh. This is like when my mom and dad reminisce about, like, Oh, back when I was a kid, we didn't have seatbelts. We just kind of slid around in the back of the car. <laughs> right. Or like, like our, our playgrounds were made of broken glass, yeah. not the soft cedar chips. We didn't have cedar chips or like rubber mats. We just mm-hmm. like hit our heads on the metal bars. <laughs> Eventually, the blood made a soft coating for the next children. It was fine. <laughs> we learned not to do that. <laughs> um, that was a little dark. This is a fun zone. I'm sorry. This is a fun only zone. Yeah, so let's talk more about other things they could have taken advantage of. You know that cooking channel that makes a really small food? (gasps) Oh, which one, Carrie? I follow all of them. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot for a second who I was talking to. (laughs) Or like, why did no one present them with a pancake like 17 times the size of their heads? Why did they walk on a giant food? Yeah. They even talk about being hungry and then the Helmicrons show up, so like... Tobias is like, Never what am resolved. I going to eat? I'm a tiny bird. Right. You could have eaten a single potato chip. It would have lasted <laughs> you 20 years. There was no hilarious scene where they walk behind a magnifying glass while they're talking yeah. to, like, Jake or someone. And he's like, you're so small. Look, I can see you bigger. <laughs> um, they don't battle any ants like in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Oh, my God. I guess. Really? I, sorry. I have not seen that movie um, in a minute. I've only seen ads for it in front of other VHS tapes. <laughs> but if that's, if that's put in the bumper ads, you know it's a big part yeah. of the movie. I know there's big ants. Mm-hmm. This, I just, I can't believe how small they were. <laughs> they were so little. They were so small. Oh, God. I wish pocket-sized Visser 3 could have stayed around. I wish it yeah. had been the case where it's like, this will wear off in three days' time. Yeah. So, like, some controller had to be designated to carry around pocket Visser yeah. 3. Chapman, it's your turn. Yeah. <laughs> Be careful, he's fragile. <laughs> Brush him with the tiniest toothbrush. Oh my God. If his terrible mullet gets tangled. <laughs> he will be so cross if yeah. his mullet gets tangled. <laughs> but it's okay, you can give him a single grain of salt and he'll be fine. Oh no, yeah. he won't. Crush it up and he'll walk on it and he'll be fine, I guess. <laughs> Oh, he'll be really sad because he won't be eating worms from the dirt today, but... Oh, no protein. <laughs> Wait, oh man, are soft things still soft at a very small scale? Like, if I they got onto, like, questions. a cotton ball, would it still be, like, a cozy thing? Or would it be, no, like, it'd... the individual fibers are poking me to death? Yeah, this it'd probably terrible. be like, oh, I see a lot of coiled fibers. Right. It must be a cotton ball. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. So this was a lot. This is... <laughs> A, a gift, but a, also right. and you know, great lot. things do come in small packages, so that is appropriate <laughs> for this gift of a book. Yeah, I where will where where will the ghostwriter go from here? Yeah, what's left? <laughs> this honestly. was a genuine Applegate book, and yeah, this was like this was a quality Applegate. Mm-hmm. This was definitely a we gotta fill up this 
like new quota of books. So like we got to do like they looked at their list, which I I also have a list of things yep. that I like I have to come up with a pitch or something. So I have a list of terrible ideas. That I have to pick one. So I you know they committed and they did it and yep. I enjoyed it. So yep. they're victorious, but what are they going to do? Right. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Well, we know there are 20... What is this? Oh, God, there are 30. Um, there are 29 more of these, 30 more of these. So that, that list is a, it's a deep one. Yeah. So they never get really big, right? There's no book where they're huge people. I don't think so, but I'm not willing to commit to anything yeah. with regards to how bad my memory of these books is at this point. Like, they're definitely whales again a bunch and, like, giant squids at one point, which is rough. Yeah. I definitely do not remember them actually being small in this book. I think I only remember there's, like, small aliens or something. I didn't remember that they they are also made small. It would be be hard for it to be threatening at all if that were not the case. But it would be a delight. (laughs) So I, too, am sad we missed out on that. Yeah, so that was book 24. That's about all I can say. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm out. I'm out. Um, well, next up is the first ghost-written book, yeah. which is a Marco book. It's called The Extreme. And I, yeah. I don't know. I'm really curious about how it's going to go because Marco's books have been so completely emotional and so mm-hmm. wrapped up in his mom and his dad's relationship to him. And I don't know. I don't know how this is going to go, but we'll find out. Yeah. I was also under the impression that at least with a lot of the the early ghostwritten books that they were ghostwritten but they there was like a strict outline and then the applicates from their from their reddit ama it sounded like they were very vigorous about molding the book into what they wanted yeah which is so cool i wonder if it'll be that noticeable at first i feel like with the later ones there might have been more of a time crunch and more mm-hmm. of a like just get it out because we have to keep going right um so i'm wondering if they get worse later on and this one might not be that bad but yeah this will find out yeah i honestly don't i remember getting frustrated with the later books but i I don't think i even knew they were ghostwritten at the time Um, but yeah they were both they both started out as ghostwriters right um yeah i think so applegate and grant yeah because i remember they were saying like oh we know that we were probably tough to work with because we've been ghostwriters but like this is what we wanted from our like i feel like there's a certain amount of like difficulty that is inherent in trying to imitate someone else's style like yeah. of course they're going to be picky about what you do because you're trying to imitate them that's very close to them right i would be a lot more tough on someone trying to speak as me than i would be on someone like doing their own thing so mm-hmm. and it's cool that they're coming me. from a place where they've already gone through that so they they know yeah. what the, the pitfalls are going into it but yeah it may have also been a nightmare too be that ghostwriter so i don't know we'll see <laughs> we'll see if you ghost wrote an animorphs book and would like to talk to us please reach out we'd love to hear from you i genuinely want to know what yeah me too no joke i would love to hear about what that, that process would... was like I from wonder... both ends i don't know if i've heard of any of them doing interviews because i've heard the applegates doing a lot of well applegate and grant doing a lot of interviews mm-hmm. but i've never yeah i guess if you are a literal uh, well, not like ghostwriter, the dead one, the ghost, but like, that's part of the point, right? Is that you're supposed to be an, an unseen yeah. presence. Ghostwriter, the show is actually relevant to this. Cause I think I remember watching it around the time when this came out. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was concurrent <laughs> on a complete tangent that mm-hmm. ruined our line of our train of thought. 
Um, oh god, I think I derailed that like uh, an hour ago. Honestly, the second yeah. I remembered that Visser Three gets small and ceased to think about anything other than like a pocket-sized My Little Pony Visser Three. Oh, they did not. They did not climb on any toy ponies. Yeah, man. There is no like. <sighs> so many missed. If they could have been at Rachel's house, and Rachel's little sister could have picked them up and been like, ooh. Barbies, Barbies, and like there could have been a hilarious They're... sequence where they have to pretend to be toys. And they yeah, have to they could have gotten tucked into a dollhouse, like into little <laughs> tiny beds, and had good sleep for once in their miserable yeah. lives. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm so upset now. <laughs> the whole series of them is microscopic. People oh my god! <laughs> in um, those uh. Those toy cars that were big in the, the Mighty Men. Hot Wheels? Hot Wheels. Micro Machines. Micro Machines. Micro Machines. The guy who spoke real fast. Yeah. Like just being a micro machine. Because mm-hmm. they're micro people. Mm-hmm. Now we were just talking about the borrowers. Yeah, so I, just... I am going to just go read the borrowers <laughs> Shut again. Shut down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, all, I, all I'm left with is just mumbling. They're small. Yeah. They're so small. <laughs> they're so, but your voice has to get, they're small. They're so small. Small, don't don't wake them up. They're very don't small. wake them up. Yeah. <laughs> How the Helmercrons never come back, right? I don't know. I guess I'll I'm find not out. willing to make any sweeping claims at this point because I've been so wrong before. Yeah. Like I looked at the I looked at the wiki mm-hmm. um, just to see if there was anything of interest. <laughs> the biggest thing of interest was one that um, there's a cat. On the inside cover that apparently, I think the painter was sneaking into as many Animorph covers as possible because it's his cat. Oh, cute. That's Which really lines good. up with Wait, the same I've cats heard. of the Christmas lights? Yeah, I think it's one of those cats. Good, good. Um, the only other thing was that um, Cassie morphs an anteater. Well, they all morph anteaters. And apparently that's one of the Taco Bell toys was that was Cassie <laughs> turning into an anteater. Oh, so God, that's horrible. Yeah. So I stared at the Taco Bell ad for a minute. Good. And then I was like, oh, we have to record. I have to put this away. <laughs> well, I'm going to so, go look that up as a palate cleanser oh, yeah. right away. So thank you. Man. Okay. Okay. I think, I think <laughs> that's, that's all it. I have. Yeah, this My is... tank is empty. Yeah. God, it's so it's so dried. I need the Morphing Cube to rejuvenate myself. Um, Please. But this has been Morph Club. You it's can find Club. us on Twitter at Morph Club Cast, on Sound Club. Sound Club Sound at Morph Club. Cloudcast. <laughs> um, or on Facebook at Morph Clubcast. And um, if you want to leave us a review or rating on iTunes, that helps us out. Um, also, it's rad and it makes us very happy, so thank yeah. you. We also do like look at them from time to time and like get heartwarmed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think uh, a couple of them have made me cry, but you know, really I'm easy. Nice. Yeah. They're very sweet. So thank you all for taking the time to do that. That means a lot yeah. to us. Um, so yeah, so we'll see you next time on book 25. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay, we have to end this. We have to end this. We're slowly dying. Okay. Bye. Bye.